Okay, keep going. It's a lot smaller than the store. How'd they get it in here? Did I mention it was half off? There's another half? Hello and welcome back to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. And today we're going to talk about Janet's boyfriend. Uh, joining me is Ruby. Hi. And our next guest is game show superstar Eugene Beyond. Come on down. You're the next guest on What You Talking. Hi, I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> How are you doing, Eugene? It's been a long time. We had you back on season one, but we're so glad to have you back on season two. How are things? Uh, so glad to be back. Uh, usually game shows don't allow uh, its contestants to come back. So there's one show in particular that has allowed that, uh, but uh, I, I appreciate uh, the invite back. Thank you. Oh, well, it's always awesome to have you. Actually, that was one of my first questions, just a personal question. Uh, have you been on any game shows recently that you can talk about? I guess they're NDAs that you'd have to sign. But Yes, indeed. Uh, so I did get a callback from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire uh, in, in August. Uh, okay. And they invited me to tape a few weeks later. I, I think it was the last day of taping for the current season that's airing now uh, to okay. be a part of their second chance week. And oh. uh, so I got to tape uh, another game of the show. And oh. yes, you're you're going to have to tune in probably in January. I don't have an official tape date yet, but uh, probably in January to find out if I did better than the $5,000 uh, that I've done <laughs> previously, and whether or not I got past uh, the uh, question seven, uh, right. which I had trouble with uh, uh, in my last game. Right, I remember watching that. Uh, it was, <laughs> you know, the tricky thing with the president questions is, uh, yeah, yeah, they're always tricky. <laughs> yeah, and, and and this time around, I made absolutely sure that I knew all of my presidential numbers and all my presidents in order and some basic facts. <laughs> Uh, about them, so uh, so I came wow. more prepared. Whether that helps me or not, uh, I, yeah. I I can't I can't tell you. I, it's, a, <laughs> it's it's a secret. <laughs> my lips are sealed. My my mind is closed, or whatever whatever the term should be. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, we're we're looking forward to seeing you on that show. Well, I definitely am because mm -hmm. I'm curious how far you get. So well, and I, and I have to mention, I think it was really exciting. There there was an episode earlier this season that that involved uh, a game show related to was it was it earlier in the in the season of the episode that we're talking about today uh in terms of jung doing the trivia night with 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 janet right. and her friends yes, yes. and, right, and, right, and right. Uh, i don't know if that was mentioned in the podcast about that episode but that was very meaningful to me because it was, <laughs> uh, it was all about trivia and answering mm -hmm. trivia questions and jung having some trouble with some really basic facts. And, and so I have to admit, I related to Jung there uh, <laughs> when he was struggling as uh, with, I think it what, what was with Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania. And uh, yeah. uh, uh, I, I forgot what the other questions were, but I struggled with the 37th <laughs> president of the United States. And, and so, yes, mm -hmm. uh, Jung and I are brothers now. We're, we're, <laughs> you know, I could be the next kimchi for him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think uh, most people probably Probably would have struggled with that question for myself i had one of those uh, slumdog millionaire millionaire moments where i actually have been to hershey pennsylvania oh so uh but otherwise i can imagine most people not getting that question right <laughs> yeah yes 
I too have been to Hershey, Pennsylvania as well. That's a no. that's a story for another time. Maybe it'll come up. <laughs> I don't know, but that just brought back a, a, a slew of memories. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So why don't we get started? Uh, so of course, uh, as our usual format, we talk about the intro and uh, this episode kind of broke down into two parts. The first part I called Everybody Hates Raj and <laughs> ain't no, and the second part Ain't No Party Like a Jungji Party because, well, no party is. <laughs> <laughs> Although that party did stop in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> But it's such an epic party considering all the uh, all the guests that were there. But we'll we'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. So uh, getting with the intro, uh, yeah, I guess the focus is on paper towels and child raising. I guess you could say, yeah, um, gender neutrality. Gender, tr- <laughs> yeah, that's one part with Ocean being, I guess, a gender neutral name. I wasn't aware that that's actually a name. That I actually knew had. someone named Ocean, but it was a female. Really? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And I. Yeah, this kind of goes on the old generation ideas versus how things work today. I mean, I guess people today, parents today can definitely relate to uh, seeing their kids raise kids and, you know, having their own opinions of how things should be done versus, I guess, the more modern idea of child raising and everything. Um, And this one taking, I guess, one of the more more very modern kind of things of uh, not kind of pushing any kind of gender expectations on kids and uh, this elimination communication method, which I had no idea was a thing. So I actually looked it up mm-hmm. and basically it's, you know, using timing signals and cues to kind of address the infant's needs. I'm really mm-hmm. reading this definition as I go through here, but uh, yeah, it's interesting of all these like new concepts that are coming up. And of course the parents are like, you know, I'll just, sit him on the toilet and let it flow so <laughs> yeah and, and i think it's really neat that uh mr kim was really um uh I, I think his reactions to the different things that the mom was saying were, were priceless uh, yeah. <laughs> uh and, and but i also saw an attempt to try to understand yes. uh mm-hmm. where she's coming from and uh right. and then suddenly kind of becoming aware of of uh, of of what's really kind of going on here, um, mm-hmm. and so he became woke, if that's the correct <laughs> term, really yeah. really fast. Um, and 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 actually, I want to say that uh, the scene gave me a flashback to uh, the season one uh, yes. uh, premiere gay dis- I, to, to Gay Discount. Yeah. Um, it, it, uh, in Gay Discount, I felt I feel like Appa was was also trying to. Um, understand uh, mm-hmm. L- L- totally LGBTQ and 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 mm-hmm. and uh, 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 you know, uh, asking questions and but also being willing to push back a little yeah. bit as well, mm-hmm. if you will. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, an example of the pushing back, uh, and I think we, I want to say that we talked about this the first time around, uh, mm-hmm. where he uh, Appa made mention that the poster. That they designed uh, right. the 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 two gay customers or gentlemen that came in uh, asking him to put the poster on 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 uh, on the on the store window. Um, uh, Appa responded by saying, "This could be a better poster." Or <laughs> yeah. why do you have to be so loud, loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, in your parades? Uh, couldn't you also take a quieter approach? Because that's what 
you know, we immigrants did when 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 we came to Canada oh, and, and, yeah. and, 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 and uh, trying to make an impact and trying to be understood uh, by the community. And then mm-hmm. there was the reaction of, oh, Mr. Kim, you must be homophobic then. And then there was that sort of whole <laughs> exchange. And then Mr. Kim trying to prove that he wasn't actually trying to be that way. And right. he was mm. he was he was just trying to kind of make make a point. And I feel yeah. like. Mr. Kim is kind of doing the same thing here. There, there's a, there's commentary that he's mm-hmm. making sort of from being completely new to the elimination communication method and right. to naming your children in a certain way and, 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 and uh, not trying to think about gender identity early and, and, and mm-hmm. all of that. Uh, that. That he sort of had a commentary that you, th- those are all good th- things but can mm-hmm. be taken too far and mm-hmm. kind of become a bit impractical. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and with, the, with the whole that the child ending up urinating on mom and on the floor, <laughs> uh, that's where the practical, the opportunity to kind of express that back that, uh, we, right. you know, this is good, but let's, let's think about it from a, in, in a practical way. Here's some paper towels. Uh, so, uh, I, I, and I, I don't know if that's the intent of, of the writers, uh, mm-hmm. but that's, that's how I see it. And actually, I, I, I actually, I, I find it really refreshing because I, 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 I respond to these kind of social issues, uh, in a similar way. And I've actually shared mm-hmm. with friends that I often feel alone because I don't find a lot of people that want to kind of wrestle with the social, these kind of issues in that way. Um, right. And so, um, you know, just as I talked about having a connection with Jung earlier with trivia, you know, I, I, I definitely feel connected with Appa here. Mm-hmm. Now, really good points. Uh, it is one of those uh, reoccurring things where Appa, especially with customers, it seems that he's really <laughs> trying to, to understand new things. Like, yeah, it's like starting... new insights, new behaviors, like new social norms, I think. And I think sometimes he takes it to funny levels as well. Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, earlier in this season, the, the cards, when that person was coming in to buy a card for a friend he's trying to understand the situation with her mm-hmm. and then he kind of figures uh, you know what what the hell i'm You're just, just gonna... a bad friend <laughs> <laughs> right 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 but uh it, it it's funny that i guess in most other episodes he's very flexible with his customers trying to be understanding but when it comes mm-hmm. especially to his family he has to have that point in conflict with them yeah uh, that especially with janet i guess you could say <laughs> Because uh, he's the father, he needs to be right. Right, right, <laughs> and I, I guess that can kind of be applied to to real life. Uh, when you're you're talking about your business, you try to do the best you can for your business versus your family. You want to, uh, I guess, put your best foot forward for your family, trying to teach them from your own experiences. I guess this is how I'm kind of thinking of it. But if you think about the fact that Janet, being an Asian, and she's allowed to study arts. Yeah. And to do as she please and he buys her the cameras, the stands and like all that stuff. That's true. Versus, you know, being pushed and being a lawyer or a doctor or an accountant. I think that's his like open mindedness of being a father and, and wanting the best for his children and putting their needs first. When you put it that way, up is very understanding. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, so, that, so thank you, Ruby, because I was actually a little bit confused like, with what you were saying because, yeah. because yes, Appa's giving this, this, uh, this, this uh, certain front 
uh, mm-hmm. to, to Janet saying, I know everything and, and you need to listen to me and in yeah. traditional sort of first generation Korean parent style. But mm-hmm. we, we've seen throughout the series, uh, the, uh, 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 Appa growing in relating to his children, uh, better. And, mm-hmm. and, right. and maybe that's what we end up seeing here. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about it later yeah. when, yes, when Appa, sees what's going on with with janet and raj and they're found out and and he's upset at first but he kind of relatively quickly comes around and 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 maybe Mm -hmm. that's consistent with that too Mm. for sure so yeah why don't we just jump right in uh we'll just start talking about everybody hates raj um Yeah, he so, doesn't rub off well on me either. <laughs> yeah. I think at the end of the episode, everybody's like, oh, Raj Meta. And, you know, everybody's tweeting on Meta Men whenever there's some sort of sarcastic comment. <laughs> oh, it's all about on... doing Hapkido. Hapkido to the Meta Men. They, they, yeah. they, they both need the Hapkido. <laughs> both need the yelling and both need the Hapkido, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So um, Raj and Janet, they they kind of have this short-lived relationship, of course, that they cover. But it kind of leads to to question. Of course, Janet has this history of very short-term relationships. Uh, she had one with uh, Alex, the cop. Before that, she had that date with the cool Christian Korean boy. Uh, yeah. Yes, alleged <laughs> cool Christian Korean boy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, in a in. I guess in a timeline since we don't really know how long they've been dating or any yeah. of them. It's kind of been like a one episode, one off thing mm-hmm. that yeah. all the writers have kind of been doing. Um, it's definitely left open to yeah. sure. I think the viewer to decide because, because it sounds like Raj uh, goes to school locally in the area, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So there seems to be this indication that it's possible or even if not locally, Raj would have obviously visited. And so it's it's possible that this could have been on the down low uh, for for a, for a while. Mm. Um, it uh, and 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 possibly uh, maybe that's that's the case where you have that history and then and then all of a sudden Appa finds out and this whole thing un, un, unfurls. That that <laughs> seems more likely than you know one day you know one day all of a sudden Jan and Raj they 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 hook around they get together and then the next <laughs> yeah. and then soon after that or the next day they get found out by Appa and then after that you know everything starts unraveling and we found out that Raj is engaged and and mm-hmm. I, I yeah it, it just seems too fast um yeah. so yeah. I I'm leaning towards there there's some history there well, it definitely sounds like there's history because they went to school together and even his new fiance, she was like, we went to school t- like with her. Like, why couldn't you have told me? Right, so right, right. That's probably high school that she's referring to that I think. Ah, um, oh, could be, could be. Yeah. Yeah, I got some cool facts on that a bit later. But oh. Um, oh. before we get into that, have you guys ever been in a situation where you didn't want to tell your parents about somebody you dated? Ooh. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, the answer is no for me. And uh, <laughs> the, the reason why, though, it's no for me is because I didn't really date anyone uh, oh, no. until I was a very grown adult and I first dated <laughs> and I first dated my wife. I mean, I think there were a okay. couple of Aww. blind dates that I've been I was set up on uh, quite yeah. a few by my own parents. Um, <laughs> but 
uh, none of that really worked out, and I didn't really count that. Uh, and and um, uh, so so really, dating my wife was probably the first experience. And I told my parents uh, right away, actually, that I was dating my wife, um, mm-hmm. but. Uh, the response I got from them, uh, where they were very disappointed in no. who I decided to date, and uh, this caused some problems and uh, caused us to date for a really, really long time uh, before we actually ended up getting married. Um, I, I, I think, uh, the, the, interestingly, if I had known that that was going to happen, that my mm-hmm. parents were going to react in that way, Uh, I have to admit there's a possibility that I might have kept the relationship secret and been more wise about when I was going to bring uh, something up. Um, But I'm Mm -hmm. I'm less – I was more naive about about my parents. And so I'm really – I mean I I guess impressed uh, with with Janet or or, or, you know she's just uh, – she's better in tune. Uh, mm-hmm. what she can get away with and what she can't, <laughs> uh, less naive than, than, than I was. Um, but, but yes, uh, that's definitely, uh, a situation I haven't been in, but I, I could have been in if I had been more aware. Hmm. I think for me, most of, most, most of my more serious relationships would be a no. Cause I had a thing where. I didn't like the whole casual dating situation or scene. It was always like, mm. okay, you're either in a relationship with me and you're committed or you're not. Like, let's not waste this type of time. And if we're not, then we can just be friends. And if we're in a committed relationship, then you should be meeting my parents and I'm happy to meet yours. <laughs> <laughs> that was how I was. That is yeah. very mature of you as well. That's that's quite, <laughs> that's quite impressive. So, But you had, uh, Ruby, you had no fear of, of how your parents or the guy's parents might might respond to the situation that was that was not a concern that you had in terms of my my parents like i i guess i didn't have a fear of her response because if she wants what's best for me then she'll let me make the choices she'll guide me in telling me what she sees and i will take that advice or i will you know i will use it for my own reference type of thing for the other side's parents i've had I guess I have a lot of confidence, but I also have been through a lot of things where I know parents don't like me for very silly things. Like I have colored hair. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I've gone through a lot of hoops and loops to prove parents wrong and tell them, Hey, to be honest, I will bring out the better in your son. So <laughs> yes, I, I've had to fight for a couple of parents like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, which by the way is exactly what my wife ended up doing. Um, mm-hmm. and so in the course of the four years, she ended up proving to, oh, uh, well, and also beyond the four years, to be honest, uh, after we got mm-hmm. married that there, 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 still wasn't reconciliation. Uh, but, but after that, um, basically proving to my parents that she's awesome. Um, and mm-hmm. actually she is a better daughter-in-law to them than I am a son to them. And now <laughs> they keep saying that to me today. Yes. She has proven herself to be a better, you know, son slash daughter than you. So, uh, oh, man. Yeah, she 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 uh, reaches out to us and communicates with us more often than you do. She remembers birthdays <laughs> and things like that more than you do. What's wrong with you? You should be more like her. <laughs> oh, okay, but yes, yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think one thing that we're showing in the end here is that. Uh, um, uh, Ruby, uh, you're you're much more mature than than Janet. <laughs> <laughs>
Or just strong-headed. <laughs> yeah, for myself, I, I'm kind of on the same boat as Eugene was. The only time I probably try not to tell my parents about a relationship is when they actually try to set me up with somebody. Because <laughs> I didn't want them saying, see, I good idea. <laughs> Watching that scene and, and Janet you know, in a very comical way, trying to hide the fact, you know, and Gerald was messing everything up, uh, but trying mm-hmm. to hide the fact that, that, that this down low relationship was going on. Um, I, I actually watched that with my daughter last night, um, uh, mm-hmm. and, 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 and preparing for this podcast. And I was looking at her and, 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 <laughs> and, and seeing, I, I, I was, I, I had my youngest son in the room. I had to kind of plug his ears a little bit cause it was probably a little bit, uh, too much for him at that time. Mm-hmm. But for her, I wanted to he- I wanted her to hear the entire exchange and I was I was looking at her very intently the whole <laughs> time um, because I wanted to see whether she approved of what Janet was doing or mm. or not and oh. I, 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 I I think it's 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 probably more common than not among her peers um, uh, to be secretive about that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. in, in fact, I hope she's not listening to me now, but <laughs> there has been some informal conversation about boys that she might like, and she has made claims that she hasn't, but then she okay. has made certain responses with her face that indicates that maybe that there's something <laughs> going on there. And okay. I've been trying to pull some of that out from her, mm-hmm. but she's not telling me, I think, everything that she would normally tell her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and if she's texting about some of this stuff, I actually have the ability to go, because uh, I monitor <laughs> her account, so I can, I can actually look at the texts that she's been texting and, and find out maybe what she's been saying. But I don't okay. want to also sort of you know put any kind of um, hindrance to our relationship. So um, right. I, 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 I really hope that what happened with with Janet there isn't going to happen when 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 my my daughter enters uh, 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 an actual serious relationship. I think for the first time that it was something that she would tell me uh, right away. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and my fear as a dad is is there anything that I'm doing uh, in the way that I parent that might cause her to shut down uh, mm-hmm. and not tell me. Um, I think one of the, uh, you know, going back to what we were talking about with Appa before, um, even though Appa had this really tough uh, and, and exterior, very stubborn, not willing to listen, but we saw changes uh, in him over time and changes that would make it very clear to Janet that she's deeply loved by Appa, mm-hmm. particularly that the, the, the last scene, right, in, in season in season. Uh, one in season one mm-hmm. saying him saying, oh, I will know that you are not right. sure. Um, right. Those little moments, uh, there, there, maybe there, there aren't very many of them, but there are enough of them by which I think Janet could have been more trusting of her, of her dad, of, of, of Rapa. Mm-hmm. But in the end, in sadly, she was not, um, <laughs> was even more paranoid about it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, so, so, you know, I, for me, at least, I, I, I'd like to do what Appa was doing, take advantage of every moment to let her know how much I love her. And that mm-hmm. especially when she makes a mistake, that she can feel safe 
talking about those things with me so that she doesn't have to hide anything or, or worry mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. that I'm going to respond in such a way that's going to make her feel that she's um, unloved. And and to be honest, that's still something that as a dad, I'm 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 working on. Um, I right. as, as you've seen on my game show appearances, uh, and and I think Appa's like this too. We are we are very expressive. We react <laughs> to things that people say and do. Everything is yeah. on our sleeves. It's very right. obvious about how we feel. And so my mm-hmm. daughter, when she's talking to me and she sees a physical reaction from me uh, in terms mm-hmm. of the volume of my voice or the expression on my face or a cocked eyebrow, um, <laughs> she will suddenly feel judged and and, mm. and shut down. And I oh. kind of have to backtrack and and sort of let her know. Well, that's that's just me responding. I mean, I can't I can't help that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm not necessarily happy about what you're sharing, <laughs> or I'm shocked by what you're saying. Um, and uh, and and I might be a little bit judgmental, but I, I I I you know I'm I'm trying to come around. I'm trying to understand, just like Appa was trying to understand um, uh, uh, the, those different people, such as the uh, the 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 gender neutral environmentally right. uh, mm-hmm. uh, lady in the beginning. I, I I'm trying to be more like that. So I start out poorly. Uh, mm-hmm. But then gradually, I'm, I'm I'm trying to let her know that you can you can you can trust me. I will love you no matter what. I'm here for you no matter what. Um, I will seek to understand uh, no matter what. I will give you some strong counsel and warnings and advice no matter what because I mm-hmm. I am your dad. Uh, but um, uh, you know, please feel safe with me. And mm-hmm. I think generally that's been the case in regards to simple things. When it comes to things around the house, or maybe a bad grade that she's received, uh, <laughs> right? But that's that's the simple stuff. Uh, right. Getting into relationship territory and boys that she likes, I don't know. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll talk about that on a on a what you're talking podcast uh, for season uh, three or four when she's kind <laughs> of gets uh, further along in years. That's yeah, that's a good idea. And it's mm-hmm. interesting that you, I guess, in this case versus in last season when you were relating to Janet, how you're at least putting yourself in the position where you're up and dealing with Janet or kind of templating yourself over their relationship with your relationship with your daughter. But uh, I guess the other thing that we keep in mind, especially being second generation, is that we're not necessarily up and we are more. I guess, mindful of everything that we've been through with our own parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, especially the things, I mean, for them, they they had that whole transition between coming from Korea or from Asia, and then we mm-hmm. have been born here and understand, I guess, the culture and more in tune with how things are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and just listening to you talk about everything that you're already looking out for, you know, <laughs> your, even your reactions, it's, it's probably not something that I can imagine that Appa would have been aware of until somebody, you know, Frank came in or something like, yeah. <laughs> and after him. a 20 minute talk, he realizes, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be like uh, mm-hmm. raising my eyebrows so much, but, uh, well, no, that was and, really th- and that's why, uh, you know, uh, just, just uh, another interesting thing is that that's why Appa can't keep a secret <laughs> Yes, <laughs> uh, it is, is because he is an open book. I am awful at keeping secrets uh, as well. Um, I, I have folks trying to figure out how well I did on my last who wants to be a millionaire, uh, appearance. And they're, mm-hmm. they're grilling me and trying to come up with some <laughs> devious way where I might accidentally 
make an expression or say something that would give something away. <laughs> I don't think I have, but knowing me and thinking about Appa, maybe maybe I've already given something up. Uh, but but uh, I, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess, uh, well, after watching this episode, I'll be interested to know if your daughter does share any secrets like, Dad, don't tell mom that I'm seeing some guy. Well, I think yeah. the whole thing with Janet is it's not that she doesn't trust Appa or that she doesn't know she's loved enough to be mm. to be, t- be honest with Appa and Amma. I think her, her reaction is like a typical, you know, teenagers, like a child. Yeah, yeah, because... She knows she's loved. She knows that she can talk to them. We see those honest moments all the time. Uh, but it's more so the the embarrassment factor. Like, oh, I just don't want to be embarrassed. Oh, my parents, you know, they're overbearing. They like, they'll talk to me about this. And then the whole cool Christian Korean boy, my mom's not going to approve because, you know, that's all she ever grills me about. But not in like a annoying way, just more so like a they are overly loving and they care about me. And I know that, but I just I just want to have this freedom to do kind of like what I want. Maybe it is wrong, mm-hmm. but I just want to try it kind of mindset. Yeah. It's interesting that you bring up the cool Christian Korean boy because we were talking about that just uh, before we started the podcast. And it's one of those points that it kind of irked me. And I, I don't know, <laughs> Eugene, if you want to talk about that a bit. Yeah, and 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 maybe I, 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 I Ruby might be bringing some insight into some of the thoughts that, 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 that I, uh, we were having. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's what I found interesting about the, uh, the, the, you know, uh, Amma and Appa finding out in the end, um, particularly Amma who, who had this fixation on, on Janet, uh, 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 uh you know, marrying a cool Christian Korean guy and then Raj being the complete, uh, well, maybe Raj <laughs> yeah. is cool. But in a very <laughs> bad definition of cool, but but mm-hmm. in general, sort of the opposite of of what Amma was wanting, and 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 Amma gave that initial look of disapproval, which sort of turned mm-hmm. into concern, which then turned into understanding really yeah. really quickly, and and maybe yeah. that's because of what you were just saying that maybe there was that 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 there is this. Um, sort of love relationship in the in in mm-hmm. in, in, in the parent uh, uh, daughter relationship that exists among them by which that's that's how it sort of turned out uh, mm-hmm. that that way. Um, but I, I I guess for me I when that scene was happening I was anticipating. Uh, something more dramatic. I was anticipating, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, I saw Appa coming coming around uh, pretty quickly, and then I was thinking that, oh, okay, well, here's Amma now. Uh, Amma's going to uh, 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 kind of lose it here, um, and, and say, <laughs> but but Raj is, is not Christian. He is not he's not Korean. Uh, yeah. Maybe he's cool. I don't think he's cool. Uh, he's a better man. Um, you know, I I, I I I was I was thinking that that was going to happen, and we were going to have um, more drama. Uh, and and mm-hmm. and the reason why I thought that was going to happen is uh, because of my own situation, right? Where my mm-hmm. uh, my parents actually, to be honest, particularly my well. They both objected pretty strongly, um, but but my mom did for some reasons different from from my dad. Uh, but you know, uh, it's it's uh, and 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 having gone through that, I I've actually had, um, uh, you know, a couple maybe once every couple of years, maybe once every two years, come up to me seeking counsel because they're going through exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so it made me realize 
this is a very common first versus second generation yes. thing. Um, and so because it's so common, um, <laughs> I would have thought that Kim's Convenience would have gone there and the writers would, would, would have gone there. But they elected not to. And yeah. I guess for the first time, I felt this feeling of disappointment in the <laughs> show that it just seemed too fast how Amma yeah. uh, mm-hmm. came around. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but again, maybe it's because of sort of the existing established relationship that, that Janet and her, and her parents have. And I think also because in this situation, Amma and Appa are finding out kind of behind the scenes. It's not because Janet is bringing it up and telling them. So they might actually recognize, hey, she's afraid to tell us this. Maybe because we've always like try to impose these ideals of what's best for her. But, you know, if she's happy... Maybe this is the best thing for her. Yeah, indeed, and it's a very and and I think that that's a revelation that you know, uh, like even my parents, I think, ended up kind of uh, uh, coming to, and 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 I think a lot of uh, 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 families, especially where I think that there's some notion of love that exists in the relationship, uh, eventually comes to as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's it was I, I I I guess I was just surprised by how quickly it happened normally when, mm-hmm. when you, you you you're getting over the shock that oh my goodness janet didn't <laughs> tell us and why is she not she's lying to us what else is she <laughs> lying to us about and all of that um especially with the issues in regards to the um that 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 kind of introduced itself with the condoms i guess in a, in a mm-hmm. previous episode uh, right. and and uh so yes i mean i i think eventually you get to that point i think on average it just seemed you know maybe a little bit too fast for me mm-hmm. but maybe it's television time maybe there's a lot that's yeah. going on <laughs> that obviously we're not aware of because we don't see the entire lives of of the kims from start to finish and so mm-hmm. you know maybe that's why it, it didn't take so long i, I don't know yeah, yeah that's a fair comment i i did feel uh, just like you did eugene that it was kind of rushed uh it is pretty common well i'll I'll say this much that uh, of my Korean side, none of my Korean cousins are actually married to a Korean, except for one cousin. She, <laughs> mm. she remarried to a Korean. And uh, I think I would say for the most part that they probably went through something like this, maybe not so extensive, but yeah, it, this should have been something that I would like to see kind of drawn out to see. But again, television time, that does make <laughs> sense. Now, especially <laughs> since it's a comedy. So uh, another thing to, to consider though, is that Raj does have certain things going for him. Yeah. You know, so if, if, if Mr. Meta is to believed was at top of his medical class or, or whatever yep. it is. And yep. I think he's kind of cool and pretty good looking and he seems mm-hmm. uh, polite and, and well-mannered and, 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 and things. And, and so, you know, and they have some history I think with him um, yeah. and, you know, so, and 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 he is of a form of Asian descent, uh, so so, so uh, maybe it's actually okay. And 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 I will say that with some of the objections that I've seen, including the, the that from my own parents, that there is that weird selectiveness that yes. oh, it's okay because he's a doctor. It's yeah. okay because he has an Asian background. But if he were to have a um, uh, 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 a low-paying uh, job working for Carental 
or something, <laughs> uh, then it would be it would be a different right. story. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so maybe what we're seeing here is Raj actually ended up being uh, acceptable uh, yeah. and 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 safe for them, and didn't really push enough buttons uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 for them. That's and a really. I think- yeah, sorry. sorry. I think it's also because they know the metas, right? Like they've been neighbors forever. Right. They're actually friends. They hang out. So if you know the parents well enough and you know how the parents bring up their kids, there's a little bit more trust in yeah. that relationship. Yeah. Uh, Appa's like, yeah, Mr. Meta, he's a good businessman. He's smart. <laughs> and the most important part, he knows all where all the downtown free parking spaces are. So yeah. that was probably a sell for him. I, and I can reveal some information here where my parents were setting me up with all of these people. They were family <laughs> friends or friends of family friends. Uh, they, 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 they kind of knew uh, the parents of these of these of these girls that I was being set up with, and so mm. they felt obviously comfortable with all of them because they 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 know them, they know the families, and uh, mm-hmm. um, whereas for my wife, having met her completely randomly in Australia, uh, <laughs> a faraway land, nowhere close to the United States, nowhere close to Korea, um, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, they they had some trouble uh, with mm-hmm. that, and and they told me that their desire for me getting married <laughs> is so that they could become best friends with uh, <laughs> the girl's parents. Um, oh. and, and so you're taking that away from us by <laughs> wanting to date and marry this girl that we know nothing about the, her and nothing <laughs> about her family and nothing about Australia. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, yes, I, 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 I think I agree that that uh, uh, having known the Meadows for so long and having that relationship. Actually, I would say that even they, 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 they not only know each other, but they're really, really good friends. Right. I mean, I, mm. I think we've, we've seen that in, in previous episodes. So, yeah, that that probably had a factor, too. And so maybe. Maybe I should be understanding of the Kim's Convenience writers that possibly something might be coming later. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's enough drama as it is in regards to Jung. And it's a mm-hmm. very unresolved drama, as, <laughs> as we know, very much so, especially later on um, mm-hmm. uh, in the season, uh, that, that uh, it didn't make sense to bring up something just as dramatic that's just too much mm-hmm. drama. Even though that level of drama probably exists in these immigrant families, but maybe maybe too much for the show at that time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that they may bring this back up because a small uh, spoiler alert here is just I did some digging on the Kim stuff, and uh, of course, Mister and Mrs. Meta they mention Raj's fiance uh, and they say her name Diva. Badar. Yeah. I, and yeah. Uh, now it is okay. So in season three, mm-hmm. uh, in their IMDb, if you look there, you can kind of see a short list of episodes. And uh, one of them is actually named Engagement Photos. And uh, of course, Party. Engagement Photos. Okay. Yeah. And uh, they did cast somebody for that role, for that, uh, I guess, oh. Raj's fiance. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, there may be some upcoming drama regarding this. Hey, maybe we get to see Mrs. or Mr. and Mrs. Meta's daughter. You know, the one yeah, that's but she's, estranged. She's, yeah, she's estranged and she doesn't like her father, right? Yeah, she might make an appearance and then walk <laughs> out when she's Mr. Meta. 
That's interesting. Wow. <laughs> you actually have time to sort of do this kind of digging? I I, 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 I tried a little bit and I didn't find anything. I, I didn't even know that the IMDb entry is up there. Yeah, the, sometimes they put some stuff ahead of the season and mm-hmm. sometimes Wiki does too. I think before the second season they posted some of the names already at that time and people were just speculating at that point. And, yeah, but uh, Wiki's submitted by like Mm-hmm. normal citizens <laughs> yeah but probably other people that have done some digging as well no, okay but... <laughs> oh, man, we're gonna be in for a roller coaster ride for sure oh my goodness yep. <laughs> okay and of course we have to talk about the scene of uh janet and appa confronting raj of course mm. everybody when they watch this scene they get a reaction um because it's either you want to hapkido flip Raj or <laughs> or you you really feel the love between Appa and Janet from this so mm-hmm. yeah how do you guys feel about it oh wow um you know I it I I I think even even before that scene though if, if you don't mind I I, I think yeah. um when Amman Appa tell Janet uh yes. that they know yes, yes. And right. that uh, that they reveal that Raj is actually engaged, and yes. and uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know I, that that is what got me the very first time. Um, yes. Appa uh, saying some very blunt things about yes, uh, you know, committed or whatever, but not to you, uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, 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 saying it in this sort of frustrated tough loving confused mm. hurt way and and janet then saying that she's totally fine and 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 um but you know that she's not uh totally mm. fine and then amanapa not really knowing kind of how to deal with it other than to present her with uh comfort food <laughs> which they had right. all ready for yeah. her which by the way i you know amanapa's love once again as we've been talking about all this time shining through through all mm-hmm. of that, right. uh, in in the in the way that they they tried to tell Janet uh, uh, about what they had learned, as well as the, the 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 comfort food, and then kind of giving her space to, as she ran off, um, mm-hmm. that uh, that just that just got me, um, mm. and um, you know I I that was actually the first point where I was tearing up and, 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 and I, 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 uh, I, cause I, that's the, I, that, that is the, I think the thing that, uh, scares me the most more right. than learning that my daughter hasn't, um, you know, is not hasn't told me something. Um, I think I, 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 I think it would be an emotional wreck if, I learned that, you know, or if I had to see my daughter suffer from knowing that she had been taken um, advantage of, uh, taken advantage of uh, by, you know, by a guy in a relationship. Um, And uh, I I hope to never see that happen. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go through that, but uh, right. but but at the same time, I'm wondering if seeing a scene like this is is helpful for me as a dad to kind of help prepare me because because mm. I'm, I'm sure so I'm sure this is probably not uncommon <laughs> for this kind of thing to happen, and so right. uh, to be to be I think more ready uh, for that situation um, if if it happens, um, and uh, so yeah, so that was. That was the first emotional moment, and 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 I think without that scene, 
the next scene of actually confronting Raj. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, uh, it's it 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 it. it uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. That original scene made this one a, a lot more emotionally charged um, right. and, mm-hmm. and, and and explosive. Um, right, right. So uh, mm-hmm. kudos to the writers uh, for generating so many tears. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's very interesting because, like, for our parents, like, the first generations that are here, I don't feel that they're as connected with their feelings and that they would be able to to be as prepared with, like, the comfort food and, like, giving space or, you know, they, they want to do things their way rather. Because I feel yeah. like, especially the comfort food thing, it's kind of like what you see on TV all the time mm-hmm. with friends, you know. Yeah somebody got broken up with somebody so it's like oh let's just sit here and eat a tub of ice cream i don't understand that but like how does that make you feel better yeah could it be the convenience of having a convenience store <laughs> it's possible it's like imagine they were running food. a pillow factory they they gave them extra pillows yeah maybe it's possible but yeah i just thought i, just, I thought that was that was very interesting that they were so in tune with with how yeah like the Western society works and how to comfort these types of emotions that they yeah. had all of this prepared ahead yeah, of time. Mm-hmm. And also the nature of the family relationship, the, the father daughter, the mother daughter relationship uh, mm-hmm. has grown, I think a lot over the course of the seasons. Um, mm-hmm. and, but then also though, to, to be, to, to be balanced, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, Appa's the things that he was saying, uh, <laughs> the, the not, not to you, what was Indian <laughs> not, helpful to janet mm-hmm. and you could see janet's reaction to that was yeah that 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 doesn't that doesn't work for me and so yeah. I, I i appreciate the fact it wasn't you know cosby show like where mm-hmm. everything was just nicely communicated <laughs> they're so well yeah. connected emotionally mm-hmm. with each other um there there's there's still confusion and helplessness mm-hmm. And yeah. um, uh, disconnects uh, too at the same time. Uh, so mm-hmm. that that that's that's good. That's good to see that they're they're not they're they're not the perfect uh, uh, you know in tune family uh, emotionally. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. That's what makes them real and easy to connect to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think there were a couple of things that I got out of that final scene. I think okay. um, I, one is I I know what I need to verbally and non-verbally communicate to my daughter as often as I can in the situations that she ends up experiencing. Uh, that I need to tell her that she is the most talented, most special, oh, you know, most part, beautiful yeah. uh, 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 person. <laughs> um, and uh, I, 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 it, it's weird. I, I, I've started quoting that to her in Appa's voice. And, um, I think she, to be honest, I think she appreciates it. Uh, she doesn't appreciate it when I use the Appa voice in saying other things, uh, such as, uh, God give to you two, God give you two, two, (laughs) and listen, two more times you're talking. And then she rolls her eyes at me and says, dad, don't say that to me. Don't, why do you have to talk in the Appa voice? That's not how you talk. You are not Appa. Uh, but, um, (laughs) <laughs> you know, I, I, I actually find myself saying again that that phrase about being the most special, most beautiful to her. Yeah. And um, I think she she actually uh, appreciates it. She she needs to uh, hear that, I think, from someone mm-hmm. like me 
And so that was one really important takeaway from, from that scene for me. And the other is, again, that question of what would I have done in this situation uh, yeah. myself? And, and, and I know that all of the internet uh, wanted to see uh, uh, Appa do something to Raj. And he did do something with his yeah. words, with his eyes, with his tears. Um, mm-hmm. But perhaps maybe one Hapkido flip <laughs> might have been <laughs> nice. Ending touch. I, 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 I think for me, definitely that temptation would have been there. That you know, mm-hmm. you you hurt my daughter. I'm going to mm-hmm. throw you out of the store, you know, kind yep. of thing. And 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 I, I appreciate Appa's restraint, particularly because we know that he has used, you know, physicality uh, before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess we learned that with Jung, that yeah. uh, you know, uh, that 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 he has been known to react physically and violently towards situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did not do that here. He demonstrated mm-hmm. a level of self-control that I have to admit, I think in the end was just really inspiring for mm-hmm. me, you know, as, as mm-hmm. a dad and, and Appa handled that better than probably anybody else could, um, as, as a dad. Um, right. and, uh, you know, I, uh, I, I, I aspire to be like that. And again, hopefully I'll never be in that situation. <laughs> I have, I have a model, uh, now mm. that, that, that I can, I can follow. So, so sorry. I, I had to, I had to, no, 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 no. That, those are great points. Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's, I find it, I find like all of those emotions very true. Like we don't have kids yeah. and well, we have fur babies and they don't yes. really get their hearts broken. Um, <laughs> but they can can, yes so um one thing about me is uh, my parents have been divorced for a really really long time and at one point i think i was either a teenager or i was just starting university and my mom started dating which i was very happy for her because i just want her to be happy and have someone to take care of her or someone to you know share her adult moments with that she might not want to talk to me about and she had one I would say more serious relationship where it, it felt like it was going somewhere. And all of a sudden she told me one time and she came, when she came home that they broke up and how he, he wasn't on the same page about having a longer term committed relationship. And that broke my heart. Aww. And I wanted to go find this guy and stab him to death, to be honest, yeah, yes. <laughs> for breaking my mom's heart. <laughs> so I completely understand that feeling and the, the wants to, to physically hurt the other person that's uh, emotionally hurting someone that we love. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I, and, and, so I, and, and for, for, for me, I, 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 my, my, my last name, um, it, it can mean two different things. It can mean, um, uh, where the shore meets the, uh, I'm sorry, where the, where the water meets the land, or I guess the, the, the shoreline, it could also mean irritable. And so, so, <laughs> so my, uh, my my family, the you know all the Bjuns before me have been known to when expressing their anger uh, to be very open about it, volume wise, but but physically um, uh, as as well. And and this is the example I think that I have seen in my family um, in in handling 
uh, you know, kind of stressful family drama situations like this. And, mm. uh, and, and, and so, so my natural tendency, I think is to sort of gravitate towards that. And so mm. that's why I, I, I appreciate, um, Appa very much. And, 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 and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, touch, it wasn't, um, it wasn't, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, muted, uh, uh, where, where it's sort of like, Appa very easily kind of forgives and brushes it off and, and doesn't mm-hmm. really express frustration. Oh, he made it very clear to Raj how upset he was without mm-hmm. having to lay a single hand on him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I, uh, I, I, I admire that, uh, very much. I, I, I feel like that maybe there's a, there's a section of society that says that you should, um, not express yourself kind of in, 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 in that way. Um, but, but here, uh, Appa did, uh, while at the same time, uh, exhibiting self-control. Um, and, mm. and, uh, I thought that was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's amazing to see the character growth between, again, all these characters, uh, especially between season one and now, uh, just the level of emotion that Appa is showing mm-hmm. Janet, uh, I think the one scene that everybody talks about in season one is the fridge scene between Appa and Janet, yeah. where, uh, you know, the, the one with the flick. <laughs> and then you have here where, uh, where Appa wasn't emotional in season one. Here he, he's really mm-hmm. putting everything on the line and, you know, he's showing that restraint. I find it also interesting that uh, as their characters are showing support for each other, even the cast members actually show support for each other as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Uh, on a Facebook, uh, well, I guess on social media, they, they've been putting uh, every character or every actor's uh, favorite scene in season two. And Andrea, who plays Janet, mm-hmm. she says her favorite moment was in that episode when they're, 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 they're expressing their, I guess, you know, all these emotions mm-hmm. for each other. And um, she was saying in between takes uh, for her and Paul, when they were doing that scene, they, they were trying to uh, have this contest where they're trying to like throw up or try. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so because yeah. they have these heavy emotions that they're trying to convey mm-hmm. between take or yeah. like for every take. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you know, I guess it's hard to rub that up. So, well, you also, <laughs> they also have to reset. I, I was, I, yes. I, I remember that post and so they have to reset back to the state where they didn't just have those emotional mm-hmm. you know, outbursts yeah. um, and, and uh, uh, otherwise it's, it's not going to look right. You're going to see them emotionally yeah. spent when they, when they shouldn't be. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's really telling of how good these guys are. Cause mm-hmm. I, I, for myself personally, and I never aspired to be an actor. I can't imagine doing that again and again and again, like five times <laughs> Yeah, and make it look convincing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to cry so, on cue. That's, that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's nice in Kim fashion, of course, uh, with such a heavy scene that they close it off with the kind of a light comedy take. Of course, mm-hmm. you have Je- uh, Janet. She's uh, looking on, uh, well, 
A she form of Tinder. <laughs> yeah, a form yep. of Tinder. She's flipping through and uh, Appa <laughs> kind of plays along, which yeah, I guess I, it left me a little confused. Did he know that it was a Tinder-like yeah. thing? Oh, I did, did. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, well, his last comment made me think he did know, but he's trying to yeah, be light about the situation. Don't, sc- don't score high yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Better not get high score. Better not get high score. I mean, that, exactly. that was the perfect ending. We, we, we talked about this during the first podcast, how uh, when we we talked how they're really good. The writers are really good at diffusing a highly emotionally charged scene with mm-hmm. levity and to do it sort of in a respectful uh, kind of way. And I, and I feel like they, mm-hmm. they, 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 they have the perfect formula for that. They hit it off again. That, 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 was, that was the perfect ending for the show. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like their way of bowing and say, okay, see you. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, so jumping on to the next part, uh, and of course, Jung and Kimchi, they are adulting. Uh, you have Jung, who's studying for his quote-unquote ged, yep. and uh, Kimchi, who's there, I guess he's just having dinner. Moral support, I think. Moral he's support. trying to keep him on yeah. track. <laughs> and and there, there's a party going on, and of course, they realize, hey, we haven't had a party in a long time. And uh, it sounds like they had some really wild, like, party times of course uh, one of them got stuck in the fridge while the other uh took a bath because his shirt was on fire it's like <laughs> what kind of party was this <laughs> <laughs> and then how how do you actually fit in a fridge that's a that's a major effort <laughs> in its own right i actually saw a youtube video recently of someone who pulled a prank on their dad or something like that by somehow hiding in the fridge and and what? and i thought of the, that of, of, of what uh, was said immediately <laughs> That that is nuts. I guess a brand new fridge with no food in it. The only t- <laughs> other thing I can think is if they have one of those industrial fridges, like they they mm. live in a okay, it's not a convenience store. They live in a meat shop or something. And the party was <laughs> a in a meat shop. Fridge. Yeah, a yes. walk-in fridge. There you go. <laughs> well, they did try to take that freezer from the store that one time, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. The one they couldn't power. <laughs> And uh, they describe the kind of party that they want. Of course, uh, they want people to wake up there the next morning. It's still happening. Friends, girls, strangers, and that weird guy that wants to be in charge of the music. Mm -hmm. And when they said the weird guy, I immediately thought Terrence as I'm like rewatching this. Because like (laughs) Terrence is kind of all over the place in this episode. And like probably one of my favorite Terrence episodes uh, just because of of that. It's one of the only ones he's not at handy. (laughs) And it's funny that you bring that up because when we met Michael Musi Mm. uh, for one of his events, uh, he was mentioning that, you know, if I had not watched the show, I would have just thought it was about a car rental. (laughs) That's all he's part of. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And he says that, uh, or I guess he unofficially has said that this is probably one of his favorite episodes to film just because he just got to go all out there. Yeah. So, of course, um, we. this is like the second time you see the famous Jung Chi handshake. And, and I think it's a little different from season one. Yeah. Uh, I noticed this because at the CSAs this year, um, they did the shake mm. between Simu and Andrew, like in between, I guess, the awards somebody had won and then mm. they were on break or something. And then they do this uh, in their fancy suits. And then I'm like, <laughs> wait, that, that looks different from from what we the saw episode. this season. Mm-hmm. So I went back and looked, and yeah, sure enough, the Jungchi shake is actually different between the two seasons, just no. slightly, but yeah. Interesting. Is it the same as the one that uh, Kim Chi showed up during Kim the Chi. toilet? No, 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 but like they had the, the chest bump and stuff, oh, right. right? Yeah, So it's true. just slightly different. And mm-hmm. maybe somebody can correct me on this, but that's what <laughs> I noticed. 
uh, Marlo makes an appearance in this episode, and mm-hmm. it seems that she kind of has interest in Jung, which we, I guess, we go into in another episode because mm-hmm. that whole Jung Marlo thing. And uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that uh, happens is uh, Kimchi asks Marlo, and she gives a maybe, but when Jung says, you know, it'll be fun, and then she goes, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. So <laughs> it's just one of those things that I guess confirms something to another episode, which is nice to see mm-hmm. that continuance um, that they don't really have in all episodes. I mean, again, we talked about Janet and her dating has kind yes. of been like one Single per episode, episode only. <laughs> but it's nice that they kind of carried over this character into other episodes with this continuing thing because the handy employees are uh, from season one have not really been there in season two. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> come missing. Just like, where's Alex? Where are the other handy guys? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually somebody's going to make some sort of, uh, well, not flow chart, but, you know, all the people that have worked at handy and find out their turnover rate. <laughs> Uh, the most important thing that we find out here is that Kimji has a Tupac CD signed by Shania Twain. Sure. How the hell did he get that? <laughs> so maybe the only thing he had on him was a Tupac CD. And mm-hmm. then for whatever reason, he bumped into Shania Twain. It's like, can you please sign this? <laughs> I definitely want to pull one of those off. I just don't know what I do. Maybe as, I'll get... As Kimchi, as Kimchi said, that that's the story. There's nothing more to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know what? On that note, I'll probably get my Infinity Gauntlet signed by Paul and Kimchi. <laughs> Just on that note. <laughs> well, At least that's somewhat really. You have to reference. You'll have to reference the scene then. Otherwise, it won't. It won't. It won't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, as I said before, this is my favorite Terrence episode because you find out number one, he was supposed to babysit, mm-hmm. and then he doesn't. Yeah, because he shows up at the party. Yeah, he shows up at the party. And uh, he, okay, the funniest scene that I found in this was the one where he didn't say much. Like, he's carrying the broom. Oh, yeah. He walks to the closet. And then I call this the broom drop because he literally, like, throws the broom <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and it's kind of like, dude, were you not listening to them? Yeah. Well, because he, he looked like he was drunk, to be honest. He looks like all droopy and drowsy like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he's just walking up to them somebody spilled something or whatever he's like mm-hmm. where do i put this and then they're like not now turns and then he's like i'm just gonna put it in the closet <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I, I think ba- based on uh, the amount of dialogue terrence ended up having uh because because mm-hmm. normally in in a single scene he might just say one thing or something <laughs> like that but here there were multiple instances of something happening with him so terrence was more Parents more active uh, than usual, mm-hmm. so I, I I would agree that he he probably had he probably had something to drink, <laughs> <laughs> and and left it open because he said that this was the second best night of his life. I really really want to see now an episode of Terrence's just best night of his life. Of, <laughs> yeah, having the oh, best yeah, night and, of his life, and with the with the whole babysitting there. Who would trust Terrence to babysit their children? Uh, how did that? How did that even come about? Uh, so yes, lots, lots of questions there. <laughs> a a mystery, the- an enigma. We'll find out. Maybe there'll be a season three episode completely dedicated to Terrence. Terrence, stay out. <laughs> So the one thing that I found interesting about that is that there was kind of ambiguity about uh, whether or not, well, okay, for me, did Jung intend to invite Shannon to the party at all? Because uh, Shannon comes up to him and says, "Um, you know, 
but I heard about the party. It's like, oh yeah, I didn't send you the memo, mm-hmm. or, or I was about to send you the memo, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it made me wonder if he actually intended to invite her at all. I I think, and, and I'm curious about Ruby's take on this too. I I I think that he he didn't pause very long. I I thought he he made that mention of he was going to send a memo pretty quickly. So mm-hmm. I I I think that he was going to invite. I mean, Terrence, I guess, got invited. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, surely they, you know, he, they would, they would want to invite uh, 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 Shannon as well. So, I, 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 I think so. I, 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 I assume good intent, uh, actually, and and especially because he still, you know, regardless of what's going on <laughs> between them, mm-hmm. still, and, and 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 with with other interests in the picture, um, I think he is still in, very much interested in her. In her, um, right. you know, whether he wants to kind of think about it or realize it or not. And so, I I I I think there was an intent to invite her all along. I think obviously what ended up being surprising was. Um, the the whole dialogue about the 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 cheese platter that she brought before, <laughs> yeah. and that opened Jung's eyes into realizing, oh wait, she yeah. <laughs> is way more fancy than this party was originally uh, intended right. or designed to be, and then he kind of kicks it into high gear about trying to make the the party more fancy, um, mm. in part because I think there's the uh, because the the interest is still there, kind of wanting to impress her in light of Alejandro. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there was sort of that natural progression. I think she wanted he wanted to invite her, but then things kind of spiraled out of control uh, with just uh, a few moments of dialogue there uh, with with Shannon. Yeah, I, I think I don't think he thought about inviting or not inviting her. I, th- uh, right. I think he just yeah. figured everyone's coming, everyone mm-hmm. at Handy, because they don't seem to have a very big group of friends outside of Handy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> None that we've seen anyways. So I think he just assumed everybody was coming and the word was just going to get spread around because it would be very silly of him to think, I'm not inviting her when you're inviting every single person, including Marlo, who's who's new, mm-hmm. quote unquote, <laughs> mm-hmm. to Handy, right? Well, I guess the general convention of uh, inviting to parties your boss. No. Uh, yeah, that's what first came to my mind. It's mm. kind of like, yeah, they're kind of friends, but then it's kind of awkward because she's already dating somebody. And on top of that, she's also our boss. Yeah, too. but he's never skipped out on a chance to try to get her alone, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that awkwardness existed you know, early on in, in, in season one or maybe throughout season one. But I, I, I think that they've, they've had enough runtime uh, together where I think he feels more comfortable uh, with her and that kind of well, but then suddenly becoming very uncomfortable uh, with the whole <laughs> cheese thing. He probably didn't yeah. uh, recognize any of those names of, of cheeses, uh, just no <laughs> cheese as cheese. Yep. And it's like you're saying, yeah, this this episode kind of covers one of Jung's insecurities, or mm-hmm. at least I saw it as Jung's insecurities, because, of course, they're, as you mentioned, they're talking about the cheese, and then he's, he's talking about uh, getting a second towel, or uh, I guess a third towel for their washroom. He said second towel, and then he said he uses a bath mat. So I'm like, yep. what? Like, come again? <laughs> yeah. So the bath mat serves multiple purposes, uh, where where it serves as a as a bath mat, but then also a towel just to soak up water. Um, and and <laughs> it, it, so so here's the, here's the interesting thing. Um, 
I I strangely related to Jung with all of this. So even with the whole bath mat comment, um, mm. there was a time where I had a hotel stay um, where I used the bath mat because it was hanging like a towel. Okay. I used it as a towel, not <laughs> realizing it was a bath mat. And then because no. I, I later noticed that there seemed to be a difference between this towel and this other one. Oh, mm. maybe this is more of a a, a bath. So, uh, so I mean, I can, I, I, I think that, um, you know, that that and the uh, the the cheeses and mm. the wine and not knowing the different names of wine. Um, you know, I I can't relate to Jung in terms of being cool and being athletic. I I, I, I definitely <laughs> not like that. But in terms of classiness, that's something that I I definitely did not have. Um, and actually, interestingly, I, I feel like my wife, uh, you know, was not that way where she was more aware of these things and often mm-hmm. mocked me by my lack of understanding in regards to wine and, 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 and fine dining and, and, mm-hmm. and, and cheeses and even, um, uh, things around the house <laughs> as, <laughs> as well. Um, and so, uh, the, we we kind of we kind of clashed, I think, in that way uh, <laughs> initially. Uh, but over time, she got used to me uh, uh, and, and and loved me in spite of that. And I tried my best to mm. to uh, to to get better <laughs> in that area. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so definitely understand Jung and the pressure that he was kind of putting on himself to try to make his place more fancy and presentable. Uh, you know, for a for 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 classier party goers, right? I'm sort of on the same train. Uh, whenever <laughs> I used to host parties, they'd be like a bowl of chips out, and right. you know, help yourself to water or beer or whatever. And then when they mentioned like crap beers and appetizers and you know soul coffee playlist, I was like, that is totally not what I would have done. <laughs> but then I look at Ruby, and I'm totally thinking like, yeah, she would probably have arranged all that. So, yeah. I guess every couple has that kind of balance in between. Which, by the way, kind of shows, um, you know, an interesting connection between Jung and Shannon, hashtag, you know, Mm -hmm. Jung here, uh, that uh, they (laughs) complement each other in -hmm. that way. And then also, you know, we've seen sort of Shannon be clueless and a little bit flustered herself. And for mm-hmm. the first time, we're I, I, we're really seeing Jung being like that too, and so mm-hmm. the compatibilities are just growing between these two. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so, so I saw I saw that in this this episode. Strangely enough, so I got to ask uh, while we're on that topic of uh, you know uh, good connecting parts between Chan Jung, do you do you hope that they get together? Oh, I I I I always have. Um, okay. that's why I believe I cheered and applauded, uh, when, uh, when the scenes happened later on, uh, <laughs> where, uh, openly expressing, uh, their interest to one another. Um, yeah. and, and so, yes, yes. I've, I, 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 from, I think from the very start of the, this, the series, I, 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 I always, I always shipped them. It, it, it was always there. Um, awesome. I, I think because, um, I, and maybe before I didn't really understand why, but I think now I, I, I do a little bit more that they, they're, 
they they bring different things to the table that complement mm-hmm. each other really well, um, and they're they're really similar too in certain ways. It, it, it's just a it's a fun it's a fun combination. Um, yeah. So yeah. Of course, the only the only barrier to Shanjung is, of course, our everybody's favorite person to hate, Alejandro. <laughs> and uh, in the context of this episode, I, I don't know. To me, I always thought because he didn't say a lot that he probably would have been smart. But in my, but in the again to the context of this episode, it made me question: Is he clueless or is he a jerk? Uh, just based on all the stuff that's happened, because of course uh, he opens up Jung's room and he sees that it's a closet, or sorry, he thinks that it's a closet or like it's a Harry Potter themed room yeah. uh, party. Uh, he has a really strong attachment to that couch, mm-hmm. uh, and he asks, you know, do both of you sleep on this couch? <laughs> yeah. um, and then eventually he dumps the white wine to get out the red wine, uh, to which is add the a- thing. Yeah, which is a thing. I actually looked that yeah, up, and it, I, it I, I totally is. didn't know. Yeah, I, I'm wondering too, um, uh, Mike, if you're thinking this because Alejandro has presented himself as sort of being, I don't know, kind of difficult to get along with because of the pronunciation mm-hmm. of his name <laughs> in right. that first introduction to him, and so you get you get sort of that feeling that oh, there's something not right about this guy. Uh, but but I I I actually thought that he was genuinely clueless and actually i was studying um even when they were not the focal parts of the scene i i was mm-hmm. looking for shannon and for alejandro reacting to the heated discussion and, and fight that was going on between uh between oh. jung and kimchi and right. they looked like they weren't really even paying attention to the argument and and so they they I, I I think that they were both clueless at the same time, and that mm-hmm. kind of reinforces my point that they don't belong together because they're two very clueless people. <laughs> they're, 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 they bring nothing. They add nothing to one another. They're too similar to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I I that you know. So anyway, yes, they they need to break up quickly. And uh, <laughs> we need I to see Alejandro, Shen happen. Yeah, I think Alejandro is also clueless because I work with a lot of Hispanic people. And oh, are you? Being, so- <laughs> no, no, like just being nice and cool and kind. It, it's oh. like a second nature to them. Like they seem overly friendly if you don't know them. Like mm-hmm. it seems that way, but that's just honestly part yeah. of their culture. They're all very like huggy and, you know, they, okay. they want to whenever they start a conversation it they talk to you like you're their friend from last lifetime I, so yeah i agree with what yeah. you're saying you're, you're you're saying that um you know it people will would get the impression that they're you know being kind of cynical or being a pushover or being fake mm-hmm. but that's that's really them being genuine and expressing yeah. friendship and and cordiality mm-hmm. yeah yeah exactly it's just what they're used to like their their culture and how they're used to for their social norm, this is what they do. And for us, when we see it, we might think that they're being ingenuine or like they're they're being a jerk, but they're mm-hmm. not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Good points. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Mike, did right. you disagree? Did you, did you have a different perspective? <laughs> no, I, I, I've been kind of sitting on the fence about this. Uh, yeah, I would probably lean towards being clueless over being a jerk, mm-hmm. but... Uh, 
Because the thing is that this guy is, he's doing well for himself, whatever he's doing. He's well connected. Mm -hmm. So he's got to be probably socially, at least not awkward. Mm -hmm. He's got to be pretty good at doing it, what he does. So that's what made me think, okay, maybe he's being a jerk, like being kind (laughs) of passive aggressive on certain things. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I I am leaning on Clueless based on his expressions and what he's doing. Yeah. yeah, I'll just and leave it at the that. The thing about the couch, I know we you brought it up even when we were watching the episode. I think it really is a nice couch and Jung probably got a good deal <laughs> out of it. And that's why he's so like impressed. Like this whole place looks like a storage wars situation, but this beautiful leather couch is sitting here. That's why he was so like entranced and mm-hmm. stuck on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jung selected well. Yes. <laughs> in the end, which which is really interesting, actually. Uh, so Clueless Jung was able to kind of come through and mm-hmm. bring elements to the party that Alejandro and and of course Shannon, I think, could connect with and 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 re- relate to. And mm-hmm. so, oh ho, there it is again. That uh, <laughs> hashtag Shanjung needs to happen. They're, they are meant for each other. They're these subtleties uh, that mm-hmm. that are going on here. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so fun fact about this episode uh talking before about uh andrea's favorite episode to record for season two it was also actually andrew's favorite episode or at least one particular scene the scene uh where they're arguing in front of the timberwolf because uh oh, right. jung's already hooked on to the shirt and ripped off the ear <laughs> and then andrew he kicked the couch and then the bottle of or the glass of wine yeah, kind of flipped, flipped and then it rolled and i don't i don't remember exactly but i don't think it was supposed to flip and roll to the ground and break oh. so andrew was explaining in that video that the the reaction that he had when it fell on the <laughs> ground and broke was genuine because he wasn't expecting yeah. it to break it's and like, he oh. felt bad about it <laughs> nice so nice little tidbit. I mean, you can watch the videos again on social media, but um, mm. it's it's really nice how they're sharing those kind of things on yeah. social media to let them know, like, hey, this is what this I like real. to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And 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 I and I really, um, I, I I I think I enjoyed. It's kind of weird. I think I enjoyed seeing them have this, you know, kind of verbal and physical <laughs> type of a fight uh, with each yeah. other. Um, I think that. It's it's really what forges uh, stronger friendships, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think we see that at the end of the episode for sure and talking to the police officer. Um, I yeah. think we see, obviously, throughout the series, but but even at the beginning, when Kim Chi makes that comment that, uh, you know, not on a school night, you know, we're not going to yeah. we're not going to go to this party that you're hearing because it's a school <laughs> night. You need to do your dead stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Kim Chi genuinely uh, cares uh, for Jung as as a friend. Uh, yes. And of course, vice versa. And I and I think again, the writers did that intentionally to try to to remind everyone that 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 exists, that background exists, and now they're having this fight. Uh, mm-hmm. And and watch how they grow and kind of over overcome that together. And this is a solid friendship. This is something that you know mm-hmm. we we kind of need to see. Uh, more of in society and in our own lives, um, right. and so uh, so I have to admit I was kind of jealous of that. Uh, there's the, the, the I, I have, um, uh, of course I have friends, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I had this weird longing of well I have my wife obviously too and she's my best friend all, mm-hmm. but uh, you know wanting to have 
kind of a, a, a guy friend sort of at the same level of, of, uh, you know, that, uh, of kimchi or, or, or of Jung that, uh, that I could have this kind of growing friendship with. And, um, I, I, you know, I don't in my life today, this sounds so awful. I don't really have a friend like that in person anyway. I think I've had I'm sure friends in other walks of, well, uh, no, <laughs> so- I have a lot of online friendships that I think are okay. very close. Uh, mm. but in terms of sort of, you know, in person here in Houston, nothing mm. quite at that level. Uh, that mm-hmm. that that uh, that uh, uh, you know Jiangxi or Jiang and Kimchi have. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I, I have that 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 kind of longing. That's not so sad. <laughs> but I have, <laughs> I do have my wife, and I do have online friends, and I do have friends also here um, in mm-hmm. in the Houston area. Uh, so I, I I'm blessed. But nevertheless, uh, it it I I just enjoyed the picture of of a, a real genuine true growing friendship. Uh, that I saw uh, in that show. So for any fans who are looking for this longing to have a Jungchi relationship that are in <laughs> Houston, you know who to get a hold of. <laughs> yes. But but it's it's a great point that you bring up. I think the one thing that the writers are consistent in in season two, and it's really mm-hmm. great to see, is that Jungchi relationship that no matter how much they bicker at the end, they can yeah. just Make fist up. bump and they're yeah. all good. They're, mm-hmm. They are literally good within 30 seconds. Uh, uh, thinking right back at the first or like I guess one of the more recent episodes in this time <laughs> is uh, is uh, when they're re- wrestling yeah. and then he flips Jung and uh, yeah uh, same sort of thing by the end even though they're bickering throughout the whole episode they're just cool mm-hmm. yep. and I and I suspect there's based on what we know from the finale there's there's more to come uh, yes. In their relationship in season three, uh, more <laughs> opportunities for growth and growing closer to each other. Um, Absolutely. Hopefully, growing closer. To Especially each other. with that role reversal, would be right. interesting to see how that plays. That's right. Yes, the ass man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so because we have game show superstar Eugene on the show, we came up with a fun segment called Kim Facts. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get the show on the road for Cumero Numero Uno. Question is, what sort of theme party did Alejandro think the Jungchi party was? Was it A, a Marvel superhero party? B, Lord of the Rings, C, Harry Potter, or D, Breaking Bad? <laughs> well, uh, I, we talked about this earlier in the, uh, uh, in the, in the, uh, in the podcast, as well as uh, I do distinctly remember Alejandro making a reference to Harry Potter. And even though this is going to sound awful, I apologize to anyone who is a fan of Harry Potter, I have yet to read a single book or watch a single Harry Potter movie, but I know <laughs> that the answer is, it, it's C, right? C, Harry Potter, that's my final answer. Final that answer, is right. you're right. 
right. <laughs> Actually, I I have to admit I have also never read a single book or watched a single movie of Harry Potter either. Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I'm imagining any kind of cross reference fans are p- adding you both to the hit list. I've seen one movie, so I'm good, guys. <laughs> good. I- All right, question two. Who does Terrence ask if they're good with kids? Is it A, Jung, B, Kimchi, C, Marlo, or D, Shannon? Yes, I remember. I, you know, actually, I, I, I yeah, I think he did direct it to. Uh, uh, is it is it Marlo? Is it Marlo? Yes, That's her name, yeah. that, Mar- that would be Mar- her name. Because I, I thought you said Marla, and then I got confused. But Mar- Marla, <laughs> and, and 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 and, but I'm a little bit suspicious because I think C was the previous answer. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead with C again. Uh, Marlo, final answer. Okay, you're right. When Kimchi is talking about the party, Terrence jumps in to ask Marlo if she's good with kids. She quickly replies, not usually. <laughs> Which leaves All right. much to the imagination about what she meant by that, but yes. <laughs> so question three. How many times does Mr. Meta kiss, kiss, kiss Oma in this episode? Oh my goodness. Is it A, two times, B, four times, C, ten times, or D, eight times? Wow. Um, uh, so, wow. I, I, I wish I could use a lifeline here. <laughs> I think there any lifelines. I, I, I want to say that uh, eight, you said eight and ten were choices, right? Yes. That just seems like there were too many. The scene would go on for way too long if the kisses happened that many times. Uh, I think you mentioned two as well. That seems too few. I know there was more than two. Um, I would like to say four. That's B. Um, I will say four. Final answer. Unfortunately, you're not right. Savage question. Oh no! In the episode, there are two scenes when they do the kiss, kiss, kiss. The first one, he does it four times. The second time, he does it four on camera, and then you can hear another two times off camera. Oh wow! Wait, wait, wait! You were actually talking about. Hold on, hold on. You were actually talking about in total in the episode. Yes. Oh, (laughs) I was only thinking about the initial kissing, which I would have gotten right, which is four. Yes. 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 That's right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But wow, I, I, I didn't even realize about the kissing off camera. Uh, that, that, that. Wow, that's amazing. yeah. It was something that I was like, okay, there's probably nothing I can stump Eugene with. But <laughs> thankfully, Eugene is a return guest and has a life stored up, which is automatically getting him to question four. Uh-oh. This is for all the kimp up, all of Oma's Calbi Jim, all of Appa's hundred bags of leftover roads, because <laughs> you'll need it in Houston, and all the bragging rights to be the first champion of Kimfax. So here we go. So final question, when the red wine was spilled on Jungchi's mega couch, what did Alejandro do to fix it? A, pour the $30 bottle, 
B, pour the $35 bottle, C, pour the $80 bottle, or D, trick question, it was white wine that spilled. Now, I'm pretty sure that it was red wine that was spilled and that Alejandro uh, brought up the $80, the, the white wine, which ended up being the $80 bottle of wine. Uh, and, and, and I remember this because as the... As the as the wine glass was toppling and falling to the floor, uh, that it was making this big red kind of bloody mess on the couch, and of course it would cause Jung to be really freaked out seeing that happen to his beautiful white couch. Um, I, so I I believe the answer is the eighty dollar uh, bottle of wine, uh, which was white wine. C final answer. You're correct. Introducing the winner and first champion of Kimfax, Eugene. Yay! Even though I got one wrong, three out of four is okay. (laughs) You got that leftover life. You're good. (laughs) I'm I'm a little bit disappointed with you, Mike, because I thought every answer was going to be C. Because of okay, C. Wait, every answer was C? Yeah. Yep. It was. Oh, that's right. The thing I wrong was C. Oh my goodness. Yes, because of OKC, you right? Is that I didn't mean? even think about that, but yeah, that's true. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you just picked C because it's it's C all C is always right. Yeah. Whenever when in doubt, choose C. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Well, thanks for joining us, Eugene. This has been a fun time. So where can people find you on social media? Oh, well, you can find me on social media at um, E-Y-B-Y-O-N uh, on Twitter. Uh, and on Instagram, you can find me at Wheelie Crazy Eugene, where Wheelie is spelled W-H-E-E-L-Y uh, and oh. then crazy and then Eugene. That's a reference to how crazy I was on my first uh, game show appearance on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> That's awesome. So if you have any comments, questions, or stories to share, email them to whatyoutalkingpodcast at gmail.com or tweet me at MikeYuan82. And don't forget to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. Until the next time. Okay, see you.